0: ¿Quieres saber un secreto? Ahorrar para el futuro no es tan difícil. Travis Credit Union lo hace más fácil. Abre una cuenta del mercado monetario Jumpstart para ganar la tasa más alta con el saldo más bajo. Es una manera rápida de ahorrar y un camino seguro hacia tu propio futuro. ¿No es inteligente? Más información en traviscu.org-jumpstart. Pueden aplicar calificaciones de membresía y otros requisitos. Asegurado a nivel federal por NCUA.
2: Me and A.U. Episode 6. Hot Frog. You know that story
3: about how if you put a frog in a pot of water and start increasing the temperature real slowly, bit by bit, you can get all the way to boiling without it noticing? I've been trying to think of a cruelty-free version of that for the last couple minutes. Like, what's the good, upbeat metaphor for those times when things change around you but you're too close to notice? Not because some unseen person is trying to sneakily cook you alive, that's... I, I mean, aside from being awful to the frog, that's just way grimmer than what I'm going for here. But... There are those times where you can only tell something important happened afterwards, you know? Like, once the water's bubbling, it hits you. Something's changed. There's a good version here somewhere, I swear. Let me think about it.
1: New text post on Friday, June 5th.
3: So, I think I finally got a plan for Garrett and Tony's Hey, I like you, but I'm cursed and gonna die conversation. And yes, I am posting a preview of it here to make Helen Chanted freak out.
2: So were we just never gonna talk about it? Talk about what? Dude, really? Garrett.
3: Garrett shifted in the sleeping bag trying to create enough space to gesture between the two of them all he got for his trouble was a shock of icy cold air on the back of his neck as his knuckles grazed tony's chest not great
2: you're letting the wind in tony i
3: he could do this deep breaths How hard could it be telling a guy you liked him after you'd already gotten him mostly undressed and into your one-person sleeping bag? Even if there was ice in the guy's hair and his lips were still a little blue.
0: You gotta know, right? I mean, I think it's been pretty obvious I like Don't waste your time. What? Shit.
2: No, I... I didn't... I mean... You shouldn't waste your time on me.
1: New private message from user Hella Enchanted.
2: (gasps) Is this going to be a stuck in the wilderness must huddle to avoid hypothermia story? Because if so, I have to commend you on finding ways to make this scenario even more awful for Garrett and me. Well played. I look forward to further suffering. Oh. On a completely unrelated note, Do you know of any good synonyms for refrigerator? Because if I write it one more time today, it's going to lose all meaning. I asked my supervisor and he said, Icebox sounds too much like a 1940s radio serial.
3: Thank you, thank you. Me and my pain and suffering will be here all week. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Huh. What if instead of refrigerator, you went for like a cold food box? Wow, I have nothing. I think you should invent a new word and try to convince your boss it's cool
2: teen slang. (laughs) Honest, Mr. Chung, Chill Cube is what all the cool kids say on Snapchat. (laughs)
3: Sounds legit to me! By the way, I'm pretty sure someone's gonna start crying in this fic in the next three paragraphs, so... Hope you're ready for that!
1: New text post on Wednesday, June 10th.
2: Yes, someone may be trying to start a war between the Fae and the werewolves. Yes, the town of Selkirk could be plunged into chaos. But let us not forget to focus on the most important question raised by this week's episode. Do I change the title of my blog to, I was right about the werewolf Garrett theory? Now we're like, should I wait a few days for spoiler reasons?
3: (laughs) No, this is weird. How is everyone cool in my life in Toronto? I'm going to start a petition or something. File a complaint.
2: There are probably people in Mississauga who'd be mad you'd call us a part of Toronto, but I'll take it. You're West Coast, right? Or have I been assuming a Pacific time zone when I should have been worrying about your sleep schedule?
3: I mean, por que no los dos? I'm in the middle part of BC, kind of. It's a pretty small city. I don't even know if you would have heard of it.
2: Kate... Have you been from Selkirk this whole time and not told anyone? Sorry, if you're not comfortable getting more specific, I understand. In case you need a subject change, um, did you see what Red just cross-posted from Twitter? I've never gone to a convention before, but if the cast of Selkirk were there, I I might have to go.
3: Actually, the town they shoot in is pretty far from here. I'm from Kamloops, so probably a lot fewer mountains than you're picturing, actually. You have to drive an hour or two before you really get that kind of scenery porn. Also, holy shit, I did not see that Twitter thing. Do you think if I started a fan petition now, I can get them to come to Vancouver?
1: New text post on Thursday, June 11th.
3: PSA to my coworker who is still only on episode three of Selkirk. Having to, quote, do things with your, quote, friends, unquote, sounds fake. Please binge watch this TV show I love faster so I don't end up blurting Garrett is a werewolf at people in the drive through lane because I can't contain myself.
2: I have the uh, one younger brother two stepbrothers and a stepsister. Justin's three years younger than me. He lives with dad mostly. Um, He and my stepbrother are almost the same age and we're both going through a big online role-playing game phase when my dad and stepmom got together. So even when they were both pretty mad about the remarriage, they were really close. My stepdad's children are all older though. They were already out of the house when he and my mom started dating, so We're all nice to each other, but it's not a real sibling dynamic. And you?
3: Just me. I wanted a little sister so bad when I was a kid though. Like, I'd put it on Christmas lists every year until my mom figured out a kid-friendly way to explain what a vasectomy was. Also, didn't you say you have a dog too? Because I 100% need more details about your dog.
1: New text post on Monday, June
2: 15th.
3: Wait, wait, hold on. Selkirk, what do you mean three-week hiatus?
2: Do I have to send you a reading list? Because not having read the Tortile books is sad. But not having read Ella Intended is a crime, Kate! This from a person who's getting a master's
3: degree in children's lit and has never finished Anne of Green Gables? She's a Canadian icon, Ella!
2: They haven't even let me into the program yet, but (laughs) I I appreciate the vote of confidence. And if your ex-girlfriend made you listen to the Green Gables musical soundtrack every time you drove anywhere for months, you would understand my pain. Girlfriend?
3: Okay, I've got it. Forget the frog-boiling thing? The frog-boiling thing is bad. And according to Wikipedia, it might not even be true. Anyway, it's like when you're a kid, and your mom always stores the cookies on a really high shelf. The one that's hard to reach, even if you drag a chair over and stand on it. And you're growing every day when you're little, right? But you don't think about it. Until one day, you try to reach for the box without getting the chair, and... It's easy. You don't even have to stand on your toes. And then you start to wonder, how long have I been dragging a chair across the room when I didn't need to? God, does any of that make sense? Girlfriend? I, I didn't, I didn't know. Uh, I... I didn't know there was an Anne of Green Gables musical. Uh, is there a big song and dance number for Diana getting drunk? Oh, (laughs) a bunch of chorus girls smashing chalkboards over schoolboy heads? Tell me everything.
1: Me and A.U. is a Procyon Podcast Network production. You can find transcripts for every episode of the show, as well as information about our other podcasts at procyonpodcasts.com. The voice of Kate is Philomena.
2: The voice of Tony is Ben Moody. The voice of Garrett is Sam B. Wynn. The voice of Ella is Elisa Park.
1: Hi everybody, it's Sunday night and I'm in my closet again because we have more patrons to thank. Thank you so much to Emma St. John, Pup Little Mouseling and Caitlin Davies for joining us since our last episode. If you wanna join them, you can go to patreon.com slash me and AU to support the show. You'll get cool bonus audio, like our on-the-rise Patreon minisodes, which started over the weekend. And also other things like the Q&A session that Ben Moody, who plays Tony, and I recorded, where we talk a lot about um, our houseplants, but also things that you care about. If you're looking for a way to support the show that's not financial, uh, let me tell you, Every time you send us a nice tweet, or you tell your friend about this great new podcast they should listen to, or you leave us a review on the podcatcher of your choice, it also has a huge impact. And I want to thank everybody who has done that so far. Your response has been just incredible. I am so grateful for the little community we're already starting to build here. This episode was written and produced by Andrea Clausen, with sound design by Aaron Baumann. Our theme song is by Samantha Jean Rivers, logo by Alex Yoon. Find us on Twitter and Tumblr at meandaupod. We'll see you in two weeks.
2: ¿Quieres saber un secreto?
0: Ahorrar para el futuro no es tan difícil. Travis Credit Union lo hace más fácil. Abre una cuenta del mercado monetario JumpStart para ganar la tasa más alta con el saldo más bajo. Es una manera rápida de ahorrar y un camino seguro hacia tu propio futuro. ¿No es inteligente? Más información en diagonal jumpstart Pueden aplicar calificaciones de membresía y otros requisitos. Asegurado a nivel federal por NCUA. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
2: So this is the end of the world. Pretty weird, right? I'm Hannah. I'm sure you've probably noticed by now. I'm a zombie. Might even be
3: the last one.
0: From the creator of Redmond Born and Cybernautica.
3: I can't exactly control most of the things zombie me does. and basically what amounts to a backseat driver in my own body. You learn to kind of just go with it after a while, I think. Like, do I feel bad for eating a family of four when I was new? You bet! Not exactly
2: my favorite memory. Ugh.
0: Hannah is living her best un-life, while unknowingly being on a crash course with Callie, an explorer desperately seeking to leave her mark on an American wasteland that seems to be all out of new discoveries.
2: Oh, one might say that it's the comics that got me into this, but between you and me, I'm gonna blame the McSodas no sense in ruining everything i like in one day
0: together this unlikely pair team up against the dangers of post-apocalyptia uh,
3: okay okay this thing is not playing around head on
1: sometimes i miss the old days killing zombies for upstart communities now that was a lot more simple a lot more ethical too wouldn't you say so Don't you think it's a little more ethical to kill a zombie than just some stranger on the road? Panapocalypse.
0: apocalypse A story about
2: love, death, and robots. Just not the Netflix guy.